This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome back, Ben Woods, 97.3, The Fan. Got an hour left. It's flown by. So fun. So fun. Yeah, and I, I mentioned earlier, kind of in passing, Polly and I are actually going to be off tomorrow. Now, it's you guys, you're not going to care about this, but it's basically like a teacher in-service day. Yeah. Like, We're going to be here. We should miss I know. We're going to be working, working on, on something else somewhere. So, but we are. But we're going to take the after the winter meetings, after today's news, we're going to sleep in. And um, so I'm sorry. Just go back and listen to oh, what the hell. Go back and listen to uh, on where you get your podcast. Uh, go back and listen to today's show yeah. tomorrow. Right? Yeah, I shouldn't I have said anything. But we're going to be working hard on something, yeah. and uh, and hopefully it pays off. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. You just never know. When you try things... That added to a lot of my stress and <laughs> anger and my, anxiety my yesterday. Mine too. Mine too, dude. So we said it in the morning, uh, 6 o'clock hour this morning, I, you know, kind of a frustrating afternoon. Had a frustrating day, man. Business-wise, work I was like depressed yesterday. And I was so tired. I was tired this morning. Went to bed early last night. I was tired last night. Lucky. Being, like... Upset and anxious and stressed. Yeah. Where's your body down, dude? It does. My wife goes, uh, I, I know you had a rough day. I'll pick up dinner. What do you want? I go. I wrote back. I go, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> just get whatever you want. I don't care. I said the same thing to Megan when I she just walked was... in the door. I was like, I'm not in a very good mood right now. If I say anything, I'm not mad at you at all. Yeah. And it's just been that kind of a... It's just a, frustrating. A, a, a I was just a frust... I was frustrated. And... Uh, and or as Blake Snell would say, frustrated. Uh, I was frustrated yesterday, and I um, I legit and I said it this morning. I legit was like, you know what? It's been a good run. It's <laughs> never gonna walk out or like call Adam and quit. I wasn't looking for sympathy or anything, but in my your brain works in a mine at least works in a weird way, and I had that like not imposter syndrome yesterday, but I think it was just exhausted. And I go, I'm, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I was going to call my boy Finley and be like, do you need me to be a greeter at the new Top Golf when it gets built in three years? Because <laughs> maybe I'll just do that. Welcome to Top Golf. It's your old pal Woods. You're in bay number seven. <laughs> oh, you brought your own clubs. Cool. I, you guys I, eating? Here's a menu. <laughs> Dude, I did. I was like walking around the house. Was, kids were at school. Hannah was working. And I was like, should I go hit golf balls? I'm like, no. I was just, I was just tired. I was thinking I was just tired and frustrated and and you know it's just one of those days man so i'm not going anywhere some of you are very disappointed by that news some of you are happy with that news uh very happy to be here uh talking about this and, and again it, it's so funny we've we've so many good things have happened on this show uh in the course of it over the, the almost five years we've been together 
I feel like, honestly, that that content heaven rains down upon us when we need it the most. That didn't happen. That happened for a reason, Paulie. I was feeling sad. I was feeling upset. And then that happened, and it completely turned my day and night around. <laughs> no and kidding. It just has improved my mood. Uh, I almost didn't believe it when I saw I know. the tweets rolling in at 9.15 or whatever last night. I'm like, did that really, this really just happen? Huh. I know, man. Okay. I feel uh, okay. I feel the same way. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. I missed a lot of our... I'm ready to get back. I, I loved being at the winter meetings. It was electric and fun. I missed the Ben and Woods show, though. We have not really stuck to the things that we normally do. I miss the Rhino Report so much. I like you know being able to, to riff on things that are going on. So let's get to it. And get things started here with our... Edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a It's the Rhino Report. Hey, how about this? It's brought to you by the San Diego Soccers. Another season of fast-paced, high-scoring indoor action is here with the home opener coming up this Sunday, December 11th at Pachanga Arena. 5 p.m. kickoff. Get your tickets today. Woodsy, we will start off in college football. We've talked about this a little bit over the last week or so. Um, I am just, I think I'm going to be fascinated over the next six months, year, two years on the uh, the Deion Sanders effect in Colorado. Oh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be one of the best stories to follow uh, in college sports. So today is Thursday. I saw this uh, yesterday afternoon. Front Office Sports, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter. They have some fun tidbits, man. They, they tweeted out on Saturday, Colorado hired Deion Sanders. Since then, the Buffaloes have seen their best merch sales day ever, added 175,000 social media followers, God. and surpassed 2,000 se- season ticket interest forms. I'd say it's going to work out just fine. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there you, you get all that buzz. You got to deliver, you on, the deliver field. on the field. But the dude's getting is a factor. <laughs> he's already getting recruits. Um, you know, he's he's been successful, albeit at a, a much different type of, of university. But at the end of the day, man, football's football. So um, it, it, he's got his work cut out for him. There's no question. I mean, it's every coach that takes a, a job has their work cut out for him. But Dion is is getting the players. He knows what he's doing. He motivates. And uh, again, Colorado Buffaloes, like Ben said, they're going to be one of the most exciting. Everyone's going to be watching to see what they do in the matter of Everybody. minutes. Yeah, Ben, his credit. This was his thought, but like in a matter of minutes, they went from the least interesting team in the conference to the most interesting team in the conference. Hundred uh, percent. Elsewhere, I saw my favorite baseball player of all time, Ken Griffey Jr., was in the news yesterday, and uh, anytime I have a chance to talk about him, I will. He announced. He's partnering with Major League Baseball, and they announced the first-ever HBCU Swingman Classic, which is going to be an annual showcase for 50 Division I players from historically black colleges and universities. 
Uh, Griffey said this gives these kids a chance to play the game that they love on a national stage. The first game will take place at the All-Star Game, All-Star Weekend nice. in Seattle, where he's still um, a legend, a yeah. legend uh, coming up in July. And, uh, you know, for Ken Griffey Jr., it's, it's really important for him because uh, in 2021, it says here, only 7% of Major League Baseball players were black. And he said, over the years, we've seen the decline of African-American players, not because they don't want to play, but because they haven't been seen. So he is going to rally up 50 of the best Division One HBCU players and athletes, get them all on field on a, on a showcase in front of, it's the All-Star Weekend. Everybody so in baseball cool. will be there at uh, T-Mobile Park, I think it is now. Uh, everybody's going to be there. They're going to have their eyes on these kids. And who knows? I mean, somebody's going to get drafted that wouldn't maybe otherwise have been drafted. That's awesome. I think it's really, really cool story. That's a really, really good story. We got a really, really bad story here. Good. But it involves uh, Ben's beloved Olive Garden. <laughs> that he would it? not, by the way. <laughs> he would not. Just to, for those of you maybe a new <laughs> listener tuning in for the Xander Bogarts news. Ben has a uh, his son, Jack. Is I think he's, what is he, 18, 19, Paulie? 19? 19? Yeah. Hit up Ben a couple weeks ago. We were recording a promo. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hey, Jack. You want to go to lunch? Yeah, sure. Where do you want to go? Uh, I really want to go to Olive Garden. I've never been. Ben, absolutely not. Are you sure? No, just me and you will go to lunch? Nope. Or if, not I, there. I'm not going to go there. So you, you're more than, he, quote, you're more than welcome to go on your own. <laughs> One of my favorite. What an animal. One of my favorite, favorite moments ever off the air. <laughs> so, well, yes, Olive Garden. As Continue. I'm uh, scrolling my three or four go-to websites looking for Rinder Report material, when I see Olive Garden in the headline, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yes. Whatever they, whatever's going on. But we will get some content out of that. And a manager of an Olive Garden in Kansas is in a little bit of hot water because of an email, a very lengthy email, that she sent to her employees. I heard about this, Threatening dude. to fire. This can't be real. Anybody who called in sick more than once per month. Ooh, man. Instead, she ended up getting fired by corporate, corporate Olive Garden. Um, the entire email that she sent is very lengthy, but Read some of the highlights. The highlights. She started by saying, quote, call-offs are occurring at a staggering rate. From now on, if you call off, you might as well go out and look for another job. We are no longer tolerating any excuse for calling off. Ben would never be able to work at Olive Garden. <laughs> no. God, no. I um, had to. I'm sorry. His mom's listening. I love you, Tim. I'm sorry. I had to take that. The next line is the one that kind of got her in a bit of trouble. She said, and I quote, if you're sick, you need to come prove it to us. Oh. If you're, in all caps, dog died, you need to bring him in oh. and prove it to us. I'm thinking, what is this? Ferris Bueller? Just roll her old bones on Just out Just roll here. her old bones in here. Pardon my French. It's, so, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, God. Is there she more? Added, oh, yeah. There's plenty more. How much time you got? I got about five minutes. She added, uh, if it's a family emergency, you can't say, oh, you know, too bad. If you can't tell her what it's going on, it's private, go work somewhere else. If you only want morning shifts, too bad. Go work at a bank. These are direct quotes from the email. She said, if anybody calls out more than once in the next 30 days, they will not have a job. Then she bragged about how she has never called in sick in 11 years. And even when she was sick... She still came into work, which is odd that the manager of a food service industry business is 
letting everybody know, oh, I came in when I was sick. Every time. It's the worst. It's it's hard, man. I, I, I'm I'm definitely not taking her side because that's garbage. You can't act that way. Olive Garden. They fired well, also her. like also she doesn't own the Olive Garden. Like if I if I owned a small business and I had five employees and they're like, hey, bro, my dog died, I got a family emergency, I'd be like, God dang it. But it falls on me. I got to cover that, right? That, yeah. But it would be frustrating. You'd be frustrated for sure. If that happened, but you can't send that email. You can't tell people to roll dead canine corpses in, you know, because and you can't go in when you're sick, man. You just can't. You can't do it. And, uh, you know, we've got that kind of policy here now where even if you've got kind of the sniffles and, and it's just you just can't be too careful these days because it's not just you. You got to worry about, you roll know, old bones on yeah, roll, roll, roll bones <sighs> down in here. God. So she got canned. There's a few others online too. But imagine too, like those. If you're a waiter, or waitress, or you know, server, that you're just call, you're costing yourself if you're out. So it's yeah. you know, and I, I realize you got to get stuff covered and all that. But man, it's just you got to handle things a little bit better. Yeah, Olive Garden fired her, and they put out a uh, statement. They said we strive to provide a caring and respectful work environment for our team members. This message is not aligned with our company's values. We can confirm we have parted ways. With this manager, that is fantastic, uh, fantastically awful <laughs> of her. But yeah, I mean, I think she's going to learn her lesson there. Uh, oh, let's do. Let's get back to some stuff. Well, we've been doing our Ben and Woods wrapped. Uh, we'll do that segment for you next. One oh, of the uh, the best one. moments. Got a good one here. of twenty twenty two. And then we'll sorry, be, Ben. We'll be joined at uh, nine thirty five by our pal Steve Govett. Uh, I'm getting fired up. Home openers tomorrow night. Hope to see you guys out of Pachanga Arena. Get your tickets at sealslax.com. It's like my fourth year of, of doing PA for this team, and uh, same type of aspirations, same type of free agent acquisitions uh, in the offseason, and it's championship or bust for uh, our beloved San Diego Seals. So he's going to join us next. Always a fun interview, uh, a mover and shaker around town he is. So we'll get all the uh, 411, talk some more baseball, and then get the hell out of here. For our nice long weekend, me and Paulie. We'll be right back. It's Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. favorite segments but of all time perfect. it's so us it really is the, it's it's we we still haven't done it we need to do it the problem is the offseason here is so busy this is busy xander bogart's just signed <laughs> with the san diego Padres. this isn't a dead time people are listening to our show like crazy because they want all the latest Padres news and and uh this you know typically in a lot of sports this is a kind of a dead time uh paulie we could do like the worst songs of all time tournament which i still want to do Oh, like, we'll find time. We'll that. find time Come for on. it. That's got to be in the final four. The fabulous thunder. Hit it again. It's so bad. So I imagine like Chris Foster's high school band sounded like. Our buddy Foster. Rap, rap. Hey, 
Y'all don't like the fabulous T-Birds? I love them. That dude, yesterday, last night. Saw the Mac in 87. Listen to this. Listen what he did yesterday. I mean, he's my brother. I love him. I love him. Our friend Foster talked about him a million times. He's the family to me. I love him. He would take a bullet for me. I would take a bullet for him. He texted me last night after the Xander news. You know what he says to me? Y'all should open with Sweet Caroline tomorrow. I go, I was going to. And then, you know what I thought? I go, great. Now I'm going to do it, and he's going to think it was his idea. He's going to take credit for it. I go, I was going to. You're like, now I don't even want to. <laughs> now I don't want to. <laughs> he's going to kill me right now. <laughs> I go, stop. Don't text. Just, I got it. You know that. You know I can handle it. That's what I'm good at. I know how to open in a petty manner. So I, I got it. Uh, pettiness. you telling a guy with a Ph.D. in petty how to be petty, Foster? I got it. I don't text you, hey, wear slacks to work today. It's going to be, you know, a little chilly. I got this, man. I love you. Oh, I'm sorry. Foster, I look forward to hearing. Was our pe- uh, open petty enough for Was you? Was it good enough for you, Foster? I'm going to oh. do it anyway. Now I look like I stole his idea. Or used his idea, but it is what it is. Uh, what do we have, Polly? Uh, we go back to February 1st. I don't exactly remember what we were talking about, but I do know how it ended because... Uh, oh, sorry, Ben. It's going to come at your expense. But that's what happens <laughs> that's what when happened. you go on seventh vacation and leave us on a Thursday. Um, this one's just called Ben's Weird Stomach Noises. You thought that was good news yesterday. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> what in the world? Who was that? That was me. My mic was off. Holy ass word. It's just like a, a air bubble. What? Are you okay? <laughs> it's a little air bubble. <laughs> that was incredible. Wow. <laughs> Polly, you can rewind that. Do we... <laughs> Do we have, right, I can, do we have I the old one that we from the last station? Do we? Have? I do. You have to give me a minute. We got, oh, jeez. I just had a short in my, in my brain. Again. You thought that was good news yesterday. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Oh my god, and then in in the same archive you tasked me with something and I yes. put this together. Vader's on that chip. Now don't get jittery, Luke. There are a lot of command chips. <laughs> keep your distance though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. <laughs> I don't know. Fly casual. <laughs> uh, oh god. <laughs> What in the world? Who was that? That was me. My mic was off. Holy that was ass word. I'm legitimate. I just slept like two hours. I'm already punching. And I hear that and I'm done. I'm done for. I've eaten three donuts here today as well. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. He makes me so happy. Just. Oh. <laughs> It was just a perfect pause in conversation, and so good. his stomach just was not up to the... Oh, God, oh, man. <laughs> oh. Ooh. 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 
Nathan tweets in. He says, that Olive Garden piece is standard restaurant procedures. Someone pulled the curtains back. I've had chefs call cooks in the hospital to tell them to get back to work. When they get out and bring proof, they were there. Food work is effed up. I've worked, Nathan, in several so kitchens. I yeah, I remember that. Maybe I just got lucky. To that standard. Um, maybe I got lucky. But I, I always had really cool... Working in a restaurant was cool. I mean, I couldn't do it now. I couldn't handle it. I could not handle the food service industry now at my age. It's it's gru- it's grueling work. It is grueling you're busy. work. Busy, you're on your feet. Bro, and and you're dealing with with, you know, we deal with Twitter meanies and stuff, but you have actual people in there that are like rude and they don't tip and that's so frustrating and bartending was a lot of fun. That was but that was hard ass work. I have I have massive respect for people in that industry. I was a barback like 10 years ago. Barback is the worst, dude. Oh, my God. I'll never forget, though, man. This is how you... This is the good example of of being a manager and and leading people. Uh, We had these people sitting there, and they were just... They were awful. They made the uh, the server cry. That's terrible. They made her cry in the back of the restaurant, and... The owner of the place went out there and he goes, ladies, can I help you with anything? Is there a problem? You know what? She is terrible. She is terrible. The food is terrible. The service has been terrible. And he goes, cuts her off. I I watched the whole thing. Cuts her off. He goes, ma'am, we think you're terrible. So here's what we're going to do. Your terrible meal, it's going to be covered. It's on me. And I don't want you to come back here. Amazing. That's how you do it. Let's go. That's how it's done right there. through a wall for him. I will say, man, out of all the jobs I've had, and I've had a billion of them. I've telemarketed. I've sold art out of the back of my car. I've done it all, Polly. Barbacking was by far the hardest job I ever had. It's, it's hey, go re- drag that keg back, oh, replace God. it. The uh, We had these machines that we made rum runners in. It was the big drink at the bar I worked mm-hmm. at in Chicago called Cactus. Polly, the the almost trash can size. You had to pour all the liquor in, then the mix, and then you had to carry it and you had to lift it and pour it in the machine. You had to do it seven times a night, stocking all the beer, washing all the glasses. That was the gnarliest job, and you're just chafing the whole time. It's just horrid. <laughs> and like you don't. Let's be honest. If you're a bartender. You're flirting with girls, the whole bit. Barback's getting no love, no, no. love whatsoever. <laughs> so that was yeah, that's paying your dues, dude. Barbacking and then working your way into a uh, group of girls have ever gone out for hey. girls' night for drinks and be like, yeah. "There was the cutest barback." Nobody's very rarely has a barback, you know, <laughs> done. You know what a lot of bartenders do at the end of the night, from my experience at least. Yeah, now right here at twelve thirty. What are you guys doing? Yeah, none she, of that. she's like, I hope you're showering. Is what well. you have <laughs> right. sticky rum runner all, all over your body, <laughs> and you're disgusting. All right, so that's that was my experience at <sighs> least. Uh, Going to be joined next by the president of the San Diego Seals, our pal Steve Govett, man about town uh, as well. And and tomorrow night is the big night. Getting nervous, get so excited when seal season starts. That is tonight, or that is tomorrow, tomorrow night, night. But uh, tonight we do this every Thursday. It is uh, also time for our NFL Insider Report. All right, hot hike. It's time for the NFL Insider Report. Are you ready for some football? Brought to you by Hummel Casino. With seven restaurants, thousands of slots, thrilling table games, and a sports pub voted San Diego's best, it's no wonder Hummel Casino is always a fan favorite. Hummel Casino. Close, friendly, fun. All right. Raiders-Rams tonight on Thursday Night Football. 
don't have a whole lot going on in sports. I don't know that I'll still be watching. I uh, five and seven Raiders, three and nine Rams. I don't know. We'll be right back. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan, last segment of the week uh, for us. Man, what a day. What a night last night. Surviving on a few hours of sleep just from the excitement of uh, everything that's going on. And uh, going to get to some more exciting things next with our pal Steve Govett. He's in studio, brought us some swag, and uh, really excited for Seal's home opener tomorrow night. We'll get to that in one second after we do a quick check of traffic here on The Fan. Uh, we are back. Steve Govett is in the uh, the president of the San Diego Seals, kind of my boss as well. Uh, good to have you in this morning. How are you, uh, Mr. Woods? It's well, it's nice to see you. It's good to see you too. It's nice to be in Ben's chair, isn't it? Nice, it's an ample chair. It is an ample chair and reinforced and ample chair. It, it is. It is. Ben is uh, playing thirty six holes today out in Palm Desert. Oh, that's very nice. Isn't that nice? That's but nice. Uh, man, it's it's here. We go. We're here. It, We're it's, here. It sneaks up on me every single year. And uh, tomorrow night is the home opener, Pachanga Arena, San Diego. I am the uh, PA announcer. I think that, what is this, my fourth year? Fifth year? Fourth year? Do fourth we, year? Do we count the COVID year? Don't as really being count employed? it. Well, we, I was employed, but we <laughs> had a, just a few games and we were playing really well, and then COVID hit, and yes. then we had to start over and all that. But we're um, back. We're back. I'm so happy we're back. I have to like mentally prepare myself uh, because it's, it's so much, it's so much fun. Uh, number one, and and the similarities actually. You were asking me, <laughs> ask, tell everybody what you asked me about uh, Xander Bogart. I just said, well, I said, how many shortstops can you have? And I said six. You need six, six shortstops. Yeah. And- but then I said, who are you to talk? Because you've signed every scorer in the NLL, seemingly. You know what? This is kind of like this is kind of like having two children, giving one of them gloves and the other one a mouth guard. Right, and. Expecting a positive result. That's for exactly the what I did. Younger kid with a mouth. Yeah, it's exactly what I did this week. Actually, I laughed at that very. Funny yeah, thing. I mean they're they're those dudes. <laughs> they and they're come both coming tomorrow night uh, to the Seals home opener against the Saskatchewan Rush. As should everybody in town. As should everybody in town. It, I, I've been you know beating the drum for a while. I'm telling you, it, it is such a good time. And and once you come, you'll go. I get it. Now I get it. It's it's a lot of action and we have in my opinion and I we have the best players on the planet uh, on this team. We you guys went out and Joe Ty went out and, and made some some deals for some guys that are prolific prolific lacrosse players. We're pretty happy. I mean, we're pretty happy with the offensive end. I've continued to say our defense might be better than our offense, which is kind of scary to say. There's a ton of young guys and the number of opportunities that we created in transition out of our back door last game right and breakaways and creating you know defensive scoring opportunities yeah uh has been was amazing probably best in our history so 
uh, once those guys start to get comfortable in, in breakaway situations and, and scoring, um, we're going to be really good out the back door. Saskatchewan, who we play this weekend, is, is a very good team as well. They, they beat the Tar out of Colorado on the weekend. But, you know, at the end of the day, as you said, and I think this is the most important thing for, for all your listeners out there, is young Bo, right, mm-hmm. can come to the game and have a blast. Uh, Mom can have a blast. Dad can have a blast. And, and here we are in a situation where, you know, it's fun for the whole family. It is. And, and you know, and Woodsy's the announcer. It's so fun. I have such a good time doing it. It allows me to uh, to let loose a little bit and be really, that's kind of who I am is the, the that's, I, this is a little bit reserved for me, <laughs> which is a little bit scary to think about, but I, I have such a good time and I have fell, uh, fallen madly in love with the sport uh, in and of itself when the, when the boys are on the road. I'm glued to my iPad watching uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah, uh, you can see the guys. It, it, just come out and, and watch them one time. Come out and watch them if you if you like a um, a little bit of chippiness. If you like a little, you might see some gloves drop every now and then. Every once in a while, and uh, you, you get a lot of of, of scoring. It's it's they're nerve wracking games. They kill me. They absolutely take years off my life. I can't imagine how you, I've watched the game with you. It's not fun. It's not. It's fun. not pleasant. No. Mike slide. Grace has been over at my house, or I had to ask him to leave. You so. just go. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Mike, just go home. And know. and we got close last year. You know, we ended up losing in the playoffs to the eventual champions, which I still think we were better than. I really do. I and, don't disagree, but and you know. yeah, yeah, and and you know to to get so close, I think everybody's really hungry. So San Diego. Um, if you haven't been yet, I hear from a lot of you guys like, ah, I keep meaning to come out. This is the this time. This is the to time. You yeah, come. it's so fun. March four, big announcement this week. Oh, March this is 4th. so huge. Um, we're going to play an outdoor box lacrosse game in Snapdragon Stadium on March fourth, and and I think for those of you that ever have seen basketball played at, at the at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, how yeah. they move the basket, they, yep, or the court up against the end. That's how we're going to pull this off. Um, but a ton of fun. I think you know all of San Diego youth lacrosse is going to join us. Um, this game could be it's epic for our league and epic for uh, our brand in town and, and an opportunity for people to come to a state of the art building and see the seals play. Yeah, that's exactly right. Snapdragon is a beautiful facility. I'm excited. I mean, I, it's something different for me. Will I have a penalty box to like? Uh, is it going to be yes. glass I can bang on? Of course. All right. Good. Yeah. It's going to be north. It's just In fact, be... we might just take out the glass and put you right there. Can I wear shorts? Face first. <laughs> you... <laughs> I've never seen your legs. <laughs> They're hideous. Yeah, they are. At... I don't know. I, they, I imagine skip, they look a little bit did like you skip yours. leg day. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Um, I'm super fired up. Uh, you can go get tickets now, sealslax.com. It's affordable. Um, there's really there's not a lot of bad seats. There's certain sports that you, it's hard to watch uh, if you're in a bad seat. In there, lacrosse, box lacrosse especially, is it, it, there's good views all around. I mean, I have the best seat in the house. I'm in the, the penalty box, and it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, but the action is so, you know, they got a shot clock, right? Yeah. Shot clock. Yeah. You got to get your shot off like basketball. Uh, except in basketball, you don't get to hit the crap out of other guys. And what these dudes are able to do, they are, are artists. They're magicians with the stick, with the ball, um, the way that they're able to pass behind their back. They dive and for, for the goals. It's it's really, really a legendary sport. You know, what's amazing is your view now uh, as an announcer and my view as a former player were pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, from the penalty box. From the penalty box, yes. yes. And, and there's a lot few, of time there. There's a few guys uh, that make their way in there a bunch, and we got a bunch of guys that are returning. Our captain Brody Merrill is back, and uh, you know I want to I want a championship for him so badly. I, I mean, a lot of other guys too, and around the league, and and that's partly why you see a lot of these uh, 
free agents that kind of gravitated towards uh, Brody and, and Patrick, obviously, and the culture that we've created in the room, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. And, and I think, you know, there's a lot of people that, that kind of want to win for Brody, but they want to win. Yeah. And, and so you have a team that's dedicated to winning and a team that's dedicated to putting on a great product for the fans. It's very and, similar. And I think... I think we're ready to go. Yeah, this is very it's very similar to the trajectory of the, the San Diego Padres to over the last few years. It really is. You're bringing in big big pieces every single off season. You know, uh Curtis Dixon, uh Kevin Crowley, those guys are studs and guys I hated. Uh <laughs> you know, until they're here and and now that now they're ours. Dane Doby, I couldn't stand him. Uh and now he's here and I I couldn't be more in love with that dude and watching him play the game of lacrosse. Uh it is it really is spectacular, Steve and I'm continued to be very honored to have that position. Uh, I take it very seriously. Uh, I'm a huge a-hole on game days. Tomorrow <laughs> I will be the worst, pacing around my house, waiting to get down to Pachanga for the uh, for the the tip off, as they say. That's a little Southern comfort in the uh, little Southern comfort. I bring a little bit water of bottle. water bottle. A little bit of Southern comfort for the throat. Just for the throat. For right? the throat. Just right. for the throat. Yeah, just for the throat. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, so tell people. Where they can get tickets, you know, best best way to, to, to come out tomorrow night and, and watch the boys. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunities. Call the box office, but but go to sealslocks.com and, and click on the ticket link, and, and it's so easy, right? You want to bring a group, you know, you can do it there too. But sealslocks.com is a place to, to kind of visit us. You know, follow our, follow our social media handles, the right? I, I think Twitter and, and our people do an amazing job of kind of telling a fantastic brand narrative and, and tell our story uh, on social media. And, and, you know, if that's your best way to consume, um, you know, to, to start, uh, you know, come and see our highlights and come and see some of the things that we're doing on social media and you'll fall in love uh, until, you know, before you get in the building. So sealslocks.com is a place you want to go. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys out there tomorrow night. Um, it, it, it truly is. I'd never thought, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, I never thought I would be so obsessed with uh, this league. It's probably, to be honest with you, it's probably my second favorite sport right behind baseball. Uh, I, I watch it. I look forward to the season. We got great players. We got a great product. Uh, the fans, the, the in-house DJ, it's loud. It's everything you want on a... On a Friday night, right? I mean, yeah, it's you, just I mean, fantastic. If you want to go out and have a good night out, and, and you know, San Diego provides us a lot of opportunity to go out and enjoy ourselves. Um, but but if you want to go out and have a great night out and enjoy it from start to finish, right? It's it's a it's kind of a three hundred sixty degree experience. Um, and, and you start in the parking lot, and you get get inside, and, and it just doesn't stop until you leave. So, so I, I also know I wanted to ask you about this. So your son is now a San Diego Seal, Jake. My son got drafted. Um, How did he get drafted by the Seals, I wonder? I Yeah, well, it's an interesting, <laughs> interesting story because... I'm joking. I would have done the same thing. No, I mean, it's He's funny because the entire too. draft, right? The entire draft, there were five sons of GMs and head coaches that got drafted. No way. Super the, cool. Four of them went to the team of their sons. Yeah. Right? Uh, of their, their fathers. Yeah. And, and one of them didn't. And so I don't know what that kid did at the Christmas, you know, table to get ostracized. Like, no, um, but but it, it was an interesting kind of dynamic to watch. All of us looking at each other around the room, going, "Okay, who's going to be the first yeah. one to do this?" Halifax, uh, Kurt Styers took his son early in the first round, and so we all kind of went, "Okay, okay." He gives you the pass to yeah. where you can go. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You don't want to be the first, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, having players in market that live in market, and he, he had yes. a, he had a career at Delaware that uh, he probably would would you know not be thrilled about uh, where that ended up. 
they obviously won a CAA championship, and that's great, but this kid can play box lacrosse. And, and I think in a situation that we're in with a lot of veterans who can score at random, we need some young guys that can bang and, and hit people and knock people over to get them open to score, and that's his role, and he knows it, and he plays it well. And, and uh, the kid played really well for a college team in the summer. We have a, a college team that plays in the summer here uh, in San Diego who has won two national championships in a row, and he was kind of the leader of that group. And, uh, so it's good, you know, it's good to have him. It's, it's been kind of a surreal experience for sure. me where you have to balance between being a dad and you know getting in his ear as a dad and then you know being a boss, right, and not kind of – trampling all over his stuff but yeah he's he's moving into player housing so i can get get him out of my house it's amazing and uh it's it's a cool experience cool to get to watch him play every day and um we were in new york last week and obviously you know had a great game and and we were kind of on the on the cusp but he was a healthy scratch in that game so we sat with each other and watched it from a completely different perspective than we've ever watched before um you know but uh we talked about this a little earlier you, you you don't learn a lot when you lose. Yes. Or yeah. sorry, you learn a lot when you lose. You, you learn, don't learn a lot when you win. And we won by one. When you have a game like that yep. and we were up big and then they came back, uh, I think we're going to learn a lot and there's a lot of guys hungry to come back for tomorrow night well, and, and be ready to go. You're looking at one of them right now. I, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to be there. I'm going to be shot out of a cannon tomorrow night. Uh, come on down to Pachanga Arena tomorrow. Steve Govett, president of the San Diego Seals. Certainly appreciate you. Certainly appreciate uh, getting this opportunity years ago and continuing uh, to, to be the PA announcer. I love it. I, I take it very seriously because I love those guys. I really do. Well, we love you, man. We love having you there. And, and uh, it's obviously, you know, San Diego's home now, and, and it's fun to have a fellow San Diegan kind of calling the games and have the vibe of of, of the city and, and this show. And, and we love uh, kind of spreading the word. So yep. uh, you're a great ambassador for us. We love having you. And, and uh, let's fill the building. Let's, let's fill have it, some man. Fun. I want to get – it's so fun when it gets uh, when it gets loud and crazy in there. We had so many big games last year. The crowds – and I love to see it, man. It's it's just building. It's building. It's building. It's building. It's hard because the, the season ends and it goes away for a long time. And and when it comes back, you know, you got to ramp it up again. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited. I uh, want to see you guys out there. Get your tickets at sealslax.com. What else is going on? Because I know you're, like I said, when you were, you probably listening driving in, mover, a little bit of a mover and shaker in town. What else is going on stadium-wise that you can talk about? <laughs> are you, are you, what are the Seals' long-term plans here? Yeah, I mean, look, one of the things that I, we're super excited about is this, is this outdoor game we've already talked about. Absolutely. And, and how, you know, a 35,000-seat stadium, we can make that place rock. Um, obviously, when you play inside, you can do a lot of things with music and 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 lights and all that type of stuff that are a little different for an outdoor game. So we're going to kind of see where that takes us in a new state of the art building with premium seating and premium you know experience spaces that they have over at Snapdragon, and that that's going to kind of guide us a little bit towards where we're going. I, you know, I know that there's uh, obviously the height restriction uh, referendum passed by the skin of its teeth. Yep. So. There's, you know, an opportunity for this development at Midway and, and, and an arena that's slated to be built there. Uh, we haven't heard a lot about what that process is going to hold, but, um, you know, there's some there's some really good people and legends that are involved in that process. So uh, fully expect to kind of 
have conversations about what that future might be for an arena in town. And, and you know, we're excited. So I, I think there's a lot of people with really good intentions in this town to try and figure out how to make it happen. Uh, I know that we're passionate about our product. We're passionate about this market. We're trying to, you know, figure out how to continue to make it work. We want a place that people want to gather in. Sure. Arenas are, are gathering places for, for cities. Uh, it certainly has been a gathering place where the growth of, uh, a marketplace and developments and and value and equity in in the sports community has grown. Um, you know the, the interest in a in a market and sports and you know you can't deny what's happening with a great building at Petco Park and a and a, a committed owner that wants to win. Well, we have similar you know ownership and and somebody who's committed to our sport and committed to winning. Uh, you know and and that is exciting. And so you know we got to figure out what the Kind of the real estate wins carry, and and we'll see. Yeah, it's it's it, it can be frustrating at times, certainly. But uh, at the end of the day, we're doing we're doing a. I think the the organization does a really really good job at, the, at putting the product, the right product, on the field. Uh, they do a great job in the community. I mean, that's one thing I've always been impressed with uh, with the seals. They're constantly, constantly out in the community trying to grow the game because at the end of the day, that's the legacy that you want to leave. Winning championships is awesome, but being able to and encourage kids, grow the game, get kids uh, into a, a really, really fun, exciting uh, sport that's been around forever, right? Uh, the, the the game of lacrosse, is it goes back so far, and that's the important part is getting kids involved and, and getting them excited about it. So you guys have done you know second to none in the community as far as the work that you guys have done. Well, I mean, I think you know this, and, and obviously played baseball as a kid, but it, you know, all you guys played baseball as a kid, and you know who gave you your first glove? Right? Yeah. You course. remember. Oh, yeah. I remember it. You remember the smell. Yep. You remember everything about that first glove. You remember who put it in your hands the first time. Well, there's there's a similar feeling in a lacrosse stick. And, and um, you know, the similarities are kind of eerie when, when you talk about who put that stick in your hand. And we want to be the people that you recognize as who put that stick in your hand for the first time. Uh, we, we recognize that this is a long burn. Sure. Right? Oh, we yeah. recognize burn. that sure. this is a that we're going to take our time to introduce the game to a lot of people. Now, would we like people to experience our product, you know, faster? Sure, who does? Of course. Of course. Um but but this is a commitment to the marketplace that that we're in areas that are non-traditional um lacrosse areas, right? Uh we're going to do a Hispanic Heritage Night yep. this year to embrace a community in San Diego that we think you know, could be explosive. Oh, they love. Uh, it. Yeah, you know, we're we're committing to a you know twenty twenty three World Championships for ten days in June July of next year to to pull off the World Championships of outdoor lacrosse, uh, and in the precursor to the Olympic movement and and the Olympics in twenty twenty eight in L A. And and so there's a lot of momentum for lacrosse to change kind of the trajectory or landscape of of a marketplace here. I mean. Why wouldn't you play? You play all year round. Yeah, right? you can. You, you can you, like golf in some of the you know mar- the greatest players are coming out of some of the best markets in football in Florida and and other places. Why can't we San Diego, Southern California, be that marketplace for the game of lacrosse to be uh, you know a southwestern hotbed? We did it in Denver and saw massive growth. It's huge um, there. Oh. It's huge. It's huge. There's tons of kids playing, and it shows when they put 16,000, 17,000 people in their building. That and building's you've been there, packed. right? Oh, and it's rocking. God, it's packed. Uh, and so we want to be the same kind of template. And and it, it's, a, it's a slower process, and it's more methodical, and we have to be in the marketplace doing a lot of things. Uh, and so we know that it's not just traditional kind of 
put a billboard up there and and sell tickets. Yep. We got to do it in a different way. And that's what they're doing, man. Get your tickets now. Sealslax.com. Thank you guys for hanging in with us today. We really appreciate you. Paulie and I will be back with Ben Monday. And, uh, you know, listen, we'll be monitoring, see if anything breaks. We'll jump on Twitter, whatever. Thanks for hanging in. We love you guys. See you tomorrow at Pachanga Arena, San Diego. Get your tickets at sealslax.com. It's Ben and Woods. We are out of here. Have a good one.